Explore Milwaukee's past and its future, one building at a time. This is Urban Spelunking with On Milwaukee's Bobby Tanzillo and me, Nate Immig, from 88.9. Well, as a new civil rights movement takes shape here in the country and around the world, it's worth looking back at the one that came before and how this movement builds on that one. There's a new permanent statue in downtown Milwaukee as well, depicting a civil rights leader, W.E.B. Du Bois. It just so happens that that statue is actually installed very close to where he spoke when he visited Milwaukee back in 1922. So, Bobby, you wrote all about his visit in Milwaukee and the statue, and we should probably start with who is W.E.B. Du Bois? Well, he was, uh, I mean, he's sort of a a monumental figure in African-American history, but also just in American history. He was uh, a civil rights leader born in the late 1800s. He was one of the founders of the NAACP, respected author, was sort of, is sort of respected as the father of sociology. Um, And um, his, his book, The Souls of Black Folk, is still studied in schools around the country. And um, he was also a political figure, well-known, sort of outspoken socialist, too. So he 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 wore many hats, um, but was a very learned, very respected voice. And um, he went around. He was the kind of person that would get invited by you know groups of white people to come speak, <laughs> which is what happened here in Milwaukee. So a prominent historical figure that I learned about in school. You know, he's he's definitely one of the one of the African American figures that is more well-known. And the sculpture that is honoring him in in Milwaukee was actually previously installed once and then went on kind of a trip down to Chicago and made its way back to Milwaukee in April. And it's it's in a really prominent location right across the street from City Hall in downtown Milwaukee. Yeah. So it was made by this uh, Atlanta-based artist named Radcliffe Bailey. And it first came to Milwaukee last spring as part of Sculpture Milwaukee. And it was installed on Wisconsin Avenue. And like some other sculptures from Sculpture Milwaukee, uh, it ended up being purchased by somebody here, which was the Ergens family, um, who are real estate developers. Um, and they bought it to keep it in Milwaukee and to put it in the plaza in front of their new BMO tower, which is on Water Street right across from City Hall. Um, so at the end of Sculpture Milwaukee, it was taken down with all the other sculptures. It went to Chicago to get a new wooden base sort of a more permanent base for it. Um, and now he sits uh, in front of in front of this tower, but also if from the right angle in front of City Hall. Um, and it's called Pensive. And he's sort of sitting there with his chin resting on his, uh, on his hand. And he uh, looks like he's thinking. And uh, it's the, the sculpture is supposed to be sort of a, an interpretation of Rodin's famous The Thinker. Um, but in this case, it's uh, Du Bois doing the thinking. <laughs> yeah, when when I saw the the image of it, I thought I've seen something like that before. Yeah, it looks just like, or it's very similar to kind of a riff on the the thinker the thinker sculpture. And yeah, and, and Bailey acknowledges that. Yeah, I mean that's that's the plan. Yeah, and it is, I think, just interesting and and so worth slowing down and just kind of. You know, it would be easy to just kind of, if you're walking your dog or something or riding your bike past this thing, to just kind of ignore it and maybe not understand the full story behind it. But if you just slow down and look at it and think about that that name and what that meant to have somebody of the stature visiting Milwaukee in 1922, it does give you this really well-rounded, complete, and interesting story of this civil rights leader making a stop in Milwaukee. Yeah, and I feel like it really is like, I mean, it's not just called pensive, but I feel like it does sort of like when you look at it, it does sort of make you 
like you say, slow down and stop and think. And the fact that it's placed right there in front of City Hall um, seems to do that too. It just really makes you, gives you pause and sort of settles your mind into pondering whatever it is you're, you're thinking about, you know. Well, coming up next on Urban Spelunking, we're going to talk more about his visit to Milwaukee, specifically the, the circumstances that brought him here to town, because it has this connection that you found to uh, Milwaukee's socialist past. So we're going to dig into that next on Urban Spelunking. Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and Milwaukee. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out your donor benefits and the thank you gifts to show off your 88.9 pride. And we're back on Urban Spelunking talking about W.E.B. Du Bois, a civil rights leader that visited Milwaukee in 1922 and who has a new sculpture in downtown Milwaukee recognizing his impact and his visit to the city. So let's talk about his visit here in the in the early 1920s. What brought him here and, and where did he stay? He found a, a pretty interesting story that goes along with that. Yeah, it's kind of interesting because uh, it seems like the reason he ended up here was more for his, uh, I mean, it's probably intertwined, but uh, more obviously for his socialist views because he was invited uh, by the organizers of this uh, series that ran for about a decade. Uh, that would it was called the Open Forum, and they would have all kinds of people come and speak. But loads of them were were sort of left leaning people, like uh, the attorney Clarence Darrow, uh, the Unionist Samuel Gompers, the poet Edgar Lee Masters, Bertrand Russell, uh, socialist politician Eugene Debs. You know, it was all these definitely left leaning people were invited to speak at this, and he was invited to speak at this um, event, which took place downtown in a building that's still there on the uh, northeast corner of Mason and Milwaukee streets. And pretty close to uh, where the statue is now. Yeah, just like two short blocks away. Very interesting, close. yeah. Um, so it's interesting that he came here, and when he was here, he spoke about race. You know, the uh, it's interesting to read the, uh, the newspaper reports of the time um, to see how they refer to what he talked about. But uh, the headline... Of the of the sort of review of what he talked about was tells of progress of colored races, you know. So he did talk about um, African American history and African Americans not only in the United States but um, also uh, black and brown people all around the world. Um, but the people that brought him here were definitely um, of a somewhat you know more political bent. Is interesting. One of the the woman that organized the uh, open forum, her name was Helen Robb. Okay. And she was an East Sider who, uh, who <laughs> sort of an interesting character. She spent 10 years um, organizing this open forum thing. And then when she quit in uh, 1924, she became the uh, only woman to be a judge in the like National Speedboat Racing Association. Okay. <laughs> which, which seems sort of completely out of left field, you know, something just completely unrelated. Um but then uh, she also was reportedly the first woman to fly in an airplane over the city of Milwaukee. Wow, that's really I cool. Know, I don't, yeah, a, I don't know exactly a, how you determine that sort of thing. But <laughs> yeah, what a what a perfect little piece of Milwaukee trivia. Yeah. So, yeah. so she was she, she was clearly she was clearly an, an adventure lover then, huh? Yes, clearly an adventure lover. <laughs> um, and then when Du Bois, the only when Du Bois came, there was an announcement that he was coming, and then the next day there was a a little 
piece about what he'd spoken about. And then the only other reference was a like one uh, sentence little notice saying that while he was here, that uh, a woman named Hilda Sat Palachek was hosting him for dinner in her Shorewood home the night of the event. So Palachek was a, a Polish immigrant who was uh, worked with Jane Addams at Hull House in Chicago, a well-known um, institution that helped immigrants uh, upon their arrival and, and taught classes and taught citizenship classes and all sorts of things. Um, she moved to Milwaukee and she hosted him for the dinner, but it seems that uh, she and her husband and their son also had Du Bois stay the night at their Shorewood home. Because the much later the son remembered uh, in an interview waking up to find Du Bois uh, sleeping on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and just on a more serious note, I mean, we hear that um, about jazz musicians that when they came to the city, since they weren't allowed to stay in hotels because of the racism at the time, uh, you know, they had to stay in individual people's homes. And, and there was this kind of network of people that would host these black travelers. And in this case, it happened to be a white woman from Shorewood. And interestingly, when you think about uh, those connections to what are what's going on now, especially the reports of you know some uh, that, that Shorewood woman that that got in trouble with protesters and spit on a protester yep. and was arrested, thinking about the uh, hundred years later where we're at, you know. Yeah, it's interesting that a hundred years ago, and you know, there was there was a, a white family in Shorewood that was willing to open their doors, uh, you know to this African-American visitor and a hundred years later, it's, we're still fighting the same, same battles, you know? Yeah. Interesting and sad, of course, which underlines why, why, you know, these, these demonstrations and, and uh, the movement that's happening in our country is, is so needed and how eyes and hearts need to be open and changed to, to what's going on uh, for our black and brown people that live in this country. And uh, just makes Absolutely. it, makes you sad that, that, that we aren't further, you know, further along a hundred yeah. years later. Yeah. You'd like to think a hundred years later, you'd have made a hundred years of progress, not stood still in some ways, you know. And, and W.E.B. Du Bois wrote this uh, really important book that you mentioned is, is still in use in curriculum today. What's the name of that again? The Souls of Black Folk. We'll put a link to that book as well at RadioMilwaukee.org. You can find this podcast and all of 889's podcasts there by clicking on the podcast. Uh, we, we actually, Bobby, we, we put a new little menu item on our on our homepage so people can find the podcast oh, nice. even better. So it's even easier to find. You can also find awesome. us at uh, Stitcher, Spreaker, NPR Podcasts, or anywhere else that you listen to podcasts or at RadioMilwaukee.org slash podcasts. Podcasts here on 88.9 are produced by Kenny Perez. Handcrafted Sonic Inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from you and your membership and from on Milwaukee. Subscribe to Radio Milwaukee's podcast on all those places I just talked about. And make sure when you do that you rate and review the podcast. Helps us get the, the word out to more and more folks. Catch us here Tuesday mornings at 8 a.m. for more Urban Spelunking and Bobby Tanzilla from on Milwaukee. Thanks so much. Thanks, Nate. <laughs>